Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Good morning and welcome to the next edition of the Chief Investment Office Weekly Investment Outlook. My name's Stuart Haslam, Head of Communications for the International Private Bank, and I'm very pleased to welcome Christian Nolting, our Chief Investment Officer for the Private Bank. Christian, good morning and thanks for joining us. Hello, Stuart. Glad to be back again on this podcast. Indeed, we're back. It's 2022. And um, I thought I might take this opportunity, having uh, our actual CIO on the podcast today, to have a look at your and, and talk in more detail about the 2022 outlook report titled No Quick Fixes. And perhaps a, a topic that we could start with is inflation. It's, it's big time in the news at the moment, a big print from the US um, just last week as well. Um, but what's your outlook uh, for inflation? And then perhaps we'll move into a discussion around um, other risks for 2022. Sure. I, I think we discussed inflation a lot already in 2021. But indeed, as you said, right, the print for the US was a 40-year high, 7% year on year. I think the market was expecting this somehow because it came a little bit in line. But I think inflation will be the topic and you see this here, and that's one of the first risks, of course, what the Fed is doing and all the discussion with rate hikes. Is it three? Is it four? What's the view? And of course, that's, that's the discussion the market is having. And I think we, we said before, right, that inflation is not being transitory. It's not going to the same levels as we have been seeing before. And there's a lot of drivers at play if you look at wages, for example, but also if you look at energy prices. So just to, to give some numbers. Uh, in the last 12 months, lithium or the battery story are plus 400, more than 400%. Here in Europe, TTF gas more than 400%, coal 100% up, even coffee nearly 80% up. So you see, that's not only uh, supply chain issues, but some. But that's why we think inflation is a very, very important topic because now it triggers the central banks to act. Let's not forget, we still think there's not a hyperinflation. Inflation is coming down throughout the year. But inflation, I guess, is one of the key topics uh, this year in, in 2022. Other risks, of course, involve uh, elections we have this year. If you look at geopolitics, uh, for example, we have uh, in Europe elections in France in April, where uh, people will have a look. And then, of course, uh, that's quite far out in November. On the 8th of November, we have midterm elections in the US, which will be quite interesting because uh, somehow from then onwards, already the next uh, presidential election campaign will start. And I think it will give us quite a sense where we're heading to. And uh, at this point in time, it already seems quite likely that Biden will not be able, or Biden's party, the Democrats will not be able to keep the House and the Senate. So that's a change then in policy. So a lot of things to watch, other geopolitical risks as well. Let's mention Ukraine, where some developments to be expected. Uh, and then uh, again, on the asset classes as well, where are we on the earnings side? So I, I think it will be a quite, uh, interesting year. Uh, we say there are no quick fixes for 2022, so not an easy year probably, but we are still constructive. Yeah, thank you, Christian. So there is, is indeed um, a, a lot to look out for on the risks front. And, you know, I was very interested in one particular slide in your presentation, which talked about the fact that we are entering rougher waters and that inflation and, and geopolitical risks are two of those factors that you very rightly point out um, are risks on the horizon. But I think you also said that there are opportunities ahead um, should investors be willing to go out and, and find those. So from your perspective in the CIO office, where are those opportunities for 2022? 
Yeah, I think very important question. So as I said, right, it doesn't mean that everything is negative. So we have been looking a little bit at history and, and if that's a guide, I know that history doesn't always repeat, but some patterns, of course, in markets in some different and the same macroeconomical environments might be the same. So if you move to a more inflationary environment, normally equities still do okay because there's some protection from uh, inflation within the equity space. Bonds do a little bit less, so especially on government bonds and with what we have seen so far, I think proves to be correct, right? So there is, is some probably negative return expected. So from that perspective, there's a lot, still a lot of focus on the equity side if you move to a more inflationary environment. And I think here it's important to look at sector rotations. We have seen this already in this short period of time this year. So some sectors doing well, we think in the future, with, with rising yields, banks should do okay, financial cyclicals, but looking at short duration, shipping and logistics, for example, just to name some, probably healthcare as well, given where we are. So that's still, there's, there is a lot of opportunities. And from that perspective, it's also quite interesting to look at earnings. So the earnings season has just started and we think earnings will come down. So last year we had more than 45, 50% earnings per share growth year on year, which is a massive amount, which is a base effect, of course. We think for this year, that could be 7%. And that means some companies will fail to deliver and it will cause more volatility markets, but still on in general, and that's very important to understand, it's still positive earnings growth. And that's why I think uh, we don't need to be so negative, but volatility, and again, we have already seen this this year, we're probably higher on average in 2022 than in 2021. Yeah, thanks, Christian. So completely understand it looks like that sector rotation and finding those winners within earnings is going to be important for our investor community. Is there any other asset classes in particular um, that you would recommend that or that look um, interesting to, to our investors um, as we approach, let's say, the first quarter of this year? Yeah, I think, Stuart, very important question and probably one of the most asked questions I get. Uh, and if you look at the scenario I've just been describing, I, I think the alternative space is very interesting. And that's not only a quarter bond question, it's probably a shift we will see uh, throughout the next year. So I'm talking about government bonds, not that interesting with the return expectation. You need to have something as well in the portfolios and that's in the alternative space. So something which is then not correlated, so moving not in the same direction as bond and equities, which gives you more diversification in the portfolio. So far, I would say that old pattern of bond of equity bonds, as you had in the portfolio in the past, maybe that doesn't work so well in the future. So you need to also go to alternatives. And that's certainly a focus this year as well. And there are also very interesting opportunities from our point of view. Absolutely. Well, we look forward to hearing more about this in the weeks and months ahead. But for now, Christian, thank you very much for joining us at the, well, we're halfway through January already, aren't we? Who would believe it? And uh, to our investors and everyone on the line, thank you very much for joining us once again. This has been your CIO Weekly Investment Outlook. Look forward to speaking to you again next week. Goodbye for now. This podcast may be considered marketing material. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount you originally invested. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, ECB, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority, BaFin, 
and by Germany's central bank, Deutsche Bundesbank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated, a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The product, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2021, Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.